0: This week on Tabbing into Crypto, we are taking you to places that not many podcasts have been before. We're joined by Tamil Walsh from Market Mentor, and we are going to teach you how to do technical analysis. Now, before you skip the episode, because that sounds terrifying, this is actually something that will completely change the game for your investing. If you're already seasoned on the charts, Tanil takes us through how she keeps it simple, making sure that you're getting results without spending 12 months reading about indicators or wondering whether you need to focus on MA, EMA, or calling our friend Fibonacci. Because this is such a heavy and complex subject, we've also done an IGTV over on the gram at Tapping Into Crypto, where you can see real examples of everything we discuss. So whether you're a beginner, a Bitcoin veteran, or just crypto curious, I am your host, Alicia Chapman, and this is Tapping Into Crypto. podcast to Neil Walsh. It is so good to have you here today. Thank you for having me. So as we're recording this today, Bitcoin has just hit its first all time high again, which is huge. I think it's just the start of a pretty exciting journey for Bitcoin Mm. at the moment. Yes. We've had um, the first EFT approved as well. So it's a pretty exciting day
1: all around in the crypto space. It is interesting to see what that daily candle closes at.
0: Yes. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So if you're hearing the word candle and you're like, wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> like the thing that I lied in my house to make it smell good. Uh, we're actually going to be talking about technical analysis today. So, Tanil, I want to start with you. When was your first crypto purchase and what was it?
1: Oh, this is always a fun question. I love this one. Uh, so, I bought what was Ant Shares yeah. in 2017, which is now NEO. And I don't even know if it's still going. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah, so I don't have that anymore. Cool. So what was your journey with purchasing me into that project?
1: Well, my husband went on a a boys trip and all these boys were so into this ant shares. And he came home and he was like, we just need to buy some. We just, you know, he had FOMO big time. And um, anyway, I thought, oh, all right give it a go. We put a little bit of our savings in there and then he just wiped his hands completely clean of it. He was like, oh, it's, <laughs> I've it's done. i it now. <laughs> I've bought something. Yeah. And left it to me. And then I um, I seen it sort of start to grow and then it was doing a big branding changeover. Yeah. Going from AntShares to Neo and whatever. And then I watched this, like this small amount of money that we put in sort of start to grow. And I thought, oh my God, this is like, this is going gangbusters. Yeah, we um back then were the only people that actually sold in profit because then the market tanked, right? So, so oh my gosh, so you timed of, it right. Yeah, but just randomly. Wow, that's when I thought if I can make money like this uneducated, surely yeah. I can make a lot more educated. So yeah, we pulled uh, everything out pretty much, and then I watched a lot of people lose money in that market too, which yeah. was um quite sad.
0: Oh, it was a really rough time, especially if they're friends. Mm. You're just always like, oh guys. Yeah. like it, it's, And it can be the vice versa when you pull out and then it keeps going up and you're just like, oh, uh, what have I done? It's an
1: emotional game. Definitely.
0: A hundred percent. Okay. And then, so was that kind of your point that you decided,
1: yes, I'm going to get into researching all of this yeah. and start to learn some more? Definitely. From there, I just gave it my all. And I was at home with kids too. So I did have the time to yeah. really listen to Podcasts and yeah. watch YouTube videos, and you know that that's where I really sort of started, which was the bear market. Then, yeah, and I was a little bit nervous because I was like, "Is this going to come back?" Because back then it was my first bull market, first bear market, and was, mm, you know, yeah, is this actually going to recover, or is it just going to stay like this? So yeah, that's where I really started to deep dive, and I joined a, oh, so many different groups on social media and like discord downloaded discord and I was like oh my god this is (laughs) a different world such a different
0: world Uh, oh my gosh my husband uh loves gaming and so he knows what discord is and I saw always saw him on this thing and there's like notifications always coming up I'm like what is this thing and then I downloaded it for crypto yeah and he's like what, what are you doing on Discord? I'm like, oh, it's just where I chat to everyone. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's <laughs> so, how, it's it's so funny, funny, isn't it? It's like, yeah, I, I was like, oh my God, I would never, I would never download Discord, but it was my go-to for a long, long time. It yeah. still sometimes it's, yeah.
0: Yeah. You can learn so much and it's just such a cool community as well if you're yeah. in the right groups. So, yeah. amazing. And you now work for Market Mentor. Can you tell us a little bit about them and what they do?
1: Yeah. So uh, I am the crypto mentor at Market Mentor and we help people navigate through financial markets. So we have a, a stock mentor and a forex mentor and then myself. So we go through um, a bunch of courses that detail, you know, your risk management, your technical analysis, and then we dive into each market so people can work out what market they feel comfortable trading. Some people don't even realize, you know, they might feel a little bit more comfortable with forex or a little bit more comfortable with the share market. So each week we jump on a big market scan. We have a look at every sector and then we do like a technical analysis Q&A on Thursdays and people can go through on our website and we can see how they're going in their courses and things like that. So it's basically just to help simplify trading really and yeah. give that community like that people really do need. Love that. And because it is, it
0: can be so overwhelming and more so emotional. Mm. If it's not going well, like when it's great, everyone's like, oh yeah, whatever, just buy this coin because I like the name of it. And it goes up and you're like, oh, cool, I've done it. Um, But, you know, the last few months, it is really important to be paying attention if you're wanting to make money and you're not holding for a long term. I want to dive into technical analysis. Now, for those who haven't heard of that term before. We have touched on fundamental analysis before. Can you explain what technical is and kind of the high level explanation of how it all
1: works? Yes, I can. So um, very, very different to fundamentals, right? So with technical analysis, it's basically a study of charts. So you can analyse a trend, first of all, um, whether it's in an uptrend or a downtrend. And then you can pinpoint your entries and exits based on support and resistance. So these are just levels of where the candle comes down and touches multiple times, yep. which is a support and then the same with to the upside, which is resistance, right? So um, for instance, right now, Bitcoin is at a key level of resistance. So we could form what us traders call a double top, which is all-time high and then again, another all-time high and then yep. crash back down. Yep. Or we could close above that resistance and really rally up. And we use technical analysis to sort of predict where the price is going to go. Danielle
0: and I were talking just before we hit record, we're like, should we have some charts up on the side? <laughs> like, should we be watching what's going on right now? Because it is a huge day. yeah um, okay, cool. So let's break down some of those terms because people may not have heard them before either. So mm. what's a candle?
1: Yeah, so one candle represents a time frame. Yep. So you can select a daily time frame, a four-hourly time frame, a one-hourly time frame, 15 minutes, and you know, the red candles indicate that there's bears in the market. Green candle indicates that there's bulls in the market. So that one single candle might not actually have much in it. it. just means price is stagnant. But then we have like a bigger candle, which we call like say a bullish engulfing, right? Yeah. Then we know the bulls are back. But again, this is all based on timeframes. So while you're seeing something on maybe the 15 minute chart and it's a big bullish engulfing on the daily, we might have a big red one. So yeah. something to be very mindful of, checking those timeframes.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so if someone's wanting to look at this stuff right now, where's the best place for them to go and see this? They actually, they do have this on SwiftX. If you jump into the right charts, you yeah, can see them. Yeah.
1: Where do you go other than that? I use TradingView. I have an account set up and then you can have like your favourite list and your watch list and then you can colour code it so you can see what trade's already in. So I just go purple and then I'm in that trade and then you know, green if I'm watching it or however you want to do it. But yeah, TradingView has some really, really good tools to
0: use. And so when you do jump on there, so the candles that you're going to see, they look like there's a line down the bottom and then a big box in the middle Mm -hmm. and a line up the top. So can you explain just those? I know you touched on it again, but Mm -hmm. if you're looking at that now, the line at the top, what does that represent? Yeah.
1: So the very top is the wick and that is where price has got to. But then we've got the body, and then that's the solid rectangle. Yeah. And then we've got the bottom wick. And then that's also where prices switch to, to the downside. And yeah. that's why it can look
0: so different depending on the time frames that you have. Because if you're looking over five minutes, the behaviour in five minutes can be very different mm. to if, you know, an hour or a day or a week. So that's really interesting. So looking at those candles that you can see there, and the patterns that they make, like, you know, when they're going up or down, that's kind of representing the trades that are happening in the market. So, when trades yeah. happen, that means that the price will go up or down based on the trading that's happening at that very point in time.
1: Yes, that's that's correct. Yes. So, uh, a lot of traders are, we have what we call pattern traders. So they will be looking for entries and exits based on certain patterns. When you're teaching people this now, where do you sort of start with? Like what's the core things that
0: you start to teach them when they're wanting to kind of really understand what technical analysis is?
1: Yeah, so aside from the obvious, which is risk management, I'm just going to say that, but diving into technical analysis, the things that really need to be identified, which is quite detrimental in your trading, uh, is support and resistance and a trend. They're the things that need to be worked on immediately before you can move on to anything else really.
0: Yeah, perfect. So we did touch on support and resistance before. Can you break them down a little more if someone doesn't even know what
1: that means? Yeah. So basically we can draw a line with a tool on TradingView. We can draw a line and you can see multiple touches on that line and that's where price action has come down and hit that line and potentially bounced back up or stayed on that line. That means that there's a lot of support in the market. It means that there's a lot of people holding that price there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have resistance. So then we've got, this is where price is going to go up and butt against a bunch of potential sell orders. Yep. So then it's going to push that price back down to another level of support. The thing to remember in your charts is that there is multiple levels of support and resistance throughout a chart. There's not just two. There's multiple times that price has stopped and hung around that one area.
0: For sure. And that's a really great thing to explain. If you haven't delved into trading or really gone to this level before, that's exactly what's happening. You know, the reason for something is falling or a price is going down is because people are selling it.
1: Is that the best way to explain it? Yeah, that? that's exactly right. Yeah. And it's going to sell to that next point of where the buy orders are. Yeah. And then when it's pushing up, it's because people want to pay more for it. They're happy yeah, to pay more. That's that's exactly right. Until it gets to that that next point. And you know, I'm a breakout trader. So what you'll see is a line of resistance and then that candle, that big body might close. I call it an ease of movement candle. So it's a a big bullish engulfing and then that's a breakout, right? So what will happen then is it's broken out and then that's when there's more buyers coming into the market because we're now in a very strong uptrend, right? So you sort of go with the trend. I would say counter-trend trading is is not ideal.
0: Yeah. Cool. So we're going to do our best to explain some of these to you without a visual. So this is going to be very interesting. We'll see how we go. Can you just talk about like when you're first starting out and even what the people that you're teaching, what are the first sort of charts or trends that you get them to start to identify?
1: Yeah. Okay. So aside then from your um, support and resistance, we're going to be looking at market structure. So I call market structure king, right? It's not necessarily a pattern, but it's going to be a pattern of an uptrend or a downtrend. So it's going to consist of higher lows and higher highs. That's going to be your uptrend, but then you've got your lower highs and your lower lows coming in. That's your downtrend. So when market structure takes over previous levels where the candles were, that's when we're going to see a a pivot point, we call it, right? So the pivot point is going to change that trend. So if we've got higher, high, higher low, And then all of a sudden, we get this big red candle that comes in and it sort of takes over and cancels out those levels that have been created. Well, then that's when we're going. Our market structure has changed and we've pivot pointed and then down we go again.
0: Yeah, perfect. So when you're looking at this in terms to do analysis, it's really identifying where you should be buying in and where you should be selling. That's kind of the main
1: point of spending the time and investing the time to read these charts. Yes, definitely. That is exactly right. And some people like to dollar cost average in too. So yeah. you know finding those those key levels and once those key levels are cracked by those candles well then there's another entry i i actually like to dollar cost average sometimes when i've got a lot more confirmation so even though i'm not getting a better entry i i know that my profit is there
0: yeah, for sure. And we actually have an amazing episode on dollar cost averaging. If you haven't listened to it oh, yet, good. jump back and listen to that one uh, because that explains you know, what that strategy is and why it's so important. Um, so I want to jump back to something we started at the very start. And we do chat about it in most episodes is risk mitigation and mm-hmm. understanding what you're doing before you jump in. Mm-hmm. What sort of things do you like to teach people and make sure they're aware of?
1: Uh, so I like to use tools on TradingView for that. So my risk, I don't really jump into a trade unless it's three to one. I've am mm-hmm. um, just. played the game where you're risking too much and it doesn't end well. Yeah. So what does three to one mean? So we call it risk to reward ratio. Yep. So your risk is one yep. and your reward is three. So it, it breaks it down in a little tool on trading view, and you can put the box there where you want to place the entry and then you drag it up to where you're going to take profit. And then you have your risk bit, which is red, and you drag it to where you're happy to be stopped out. Yep. And that stopped out price is where I'm only going to be putting, you know, say maybe 1% of my trading account to risk. For sure.
0: Yeah. And now that we've covered off risk management, from there, we went into market structure. What would be the next thing that you'd suggest that people need to learn when they're considering technical analysis?
1: Yeah. So after market structure in Market Mentor, we sort of dive into indicators on TradingView. Indicators, some people really love them and some people don't. I personally just use one indicator. Uh, a lot of people use multiple indicators, but when you're putting on a trade, you need the confirmation from say three or four things, right? Yeah. Um, some people use that with an indicator as well. So I'm looking at market structure. I'm looking at a breakout. I'm looking at a trend line. I'm looking at Fibonacci, but some people like to have things on that's called like um, RSI and MACD, and this sort of indicates overbought territory or oversold territory. mm mm-hmm. People do weight heavily on, on these things sometimes. We have what you call like an EMA line. And when they cross, people, we call it a death cross or a golden cross. Or, you yeah. know. Um, and so there is people out there that trade purely off indicators. So if you can find it, well, then, you know, that's great. But yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Tell me why. I'm not a fan because I really believe that technical analysis needs to be simplified. I think that all of this stuff that comes in, There's thousands of indicators, thousands. But what we really do need to do is stick to the super basics because technical analysis, right, it's traded across every market. It's not new, you know. So what we're trading, we need to make sure that every other trader is seeing that because there needs to be a buyer and a seller on every single site. So if I'm looking at some fancy indicator, well, I need to make sure that every other trader out there is seeing what I'm seeing through that indicator. And because they're all coded and designed by other traders, they're not broadcasted enough, so you really wow. do need to stick to the top ones, which is going to be, you know, your MACD, RSI, CCI, and your EMAs and Fibonacci.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And so, if someone wants to learn more about those specifically ones,
1: they can obviously come and work with you. Where else yeah. could they look for information? So, in terms of indicators, there is a lot of education around it. That what you uh, sort of would need to do is pick something and stick to it and deep dive into it. So TradingView also has an education piece on indicators as well that you can pop up and you can work out how that indicator is is seen to your eye and what's going on in the background for that data to be displayed on TradingView. And then you do have, you know, those people that make the indicators in the back end of TradingView. You can purchase them and then they'll give you a guide on how to use them. Cool. Okay.
0: So I would love to know what about you when you're finding new things to invest in? How do you personally do that?
1: Oh, this is a great question. So I really would love to broadcast not to get sucked into social media. Oh, um, my <laughs> gosh. I know. And Twitter. <laughs> yeah. um, so if I'm researching a new project, I'm always looking on the project's websites. They always have like a roadmap, and they you know sort of indicate when their uh, upcoming projects are going to be released, or you know got dates around what's happening. Sometimes, and then you can use that then with your charts and have a look at where to place an entry for longer term uh, holds. Um, always be going straight to their websites, or they do often have their own Facebooks or um, Twitter accounts as well. But the thing is. Steering clear of the hype on Twitter and social media is crucial. These people, you know, they're holding a big bag of whatever they're shilling. So mm-hmm. they're just gonna all they want you to do is come in and buy it and they're gonna talk it up and talk it up and talk it up. But at the end of the day, you need the actual facts. And you know, CoinMarketCap and CryptoRank.io are fantastic when it comes to news in the market, um, having a look at the heat maps and things like that. Yeah. So just making sure you're always using proper sources.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Making sure they're legitimate is so important. Yeah. And do you try to invest in projects as they come out? Uh,
1: I did a few years ago. Um, We were successful, certainly, or I was, but then it started to get a little bit dodgy and um, it's not regulated right. So we had a few losses in ICOs. So yeah, not really anymore. Like I said, I try to keep my trading fairly simple. So I also try to keep my crypto fairly simple and try and stick with the top guys, really.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really great advice because so many people... Especially at the moment, I just try and find the next big thing Mm -hmm. and they're trying to find it before everyone else has. But, you know, of course, we always encourage you to do your own research. Mm. Jump back to that episode if you haven't already listened to it, because there is so much advice in there on really digging deep into that company prospectus, understanding what they're actually doing, finding real world applications. And you may just find the diamond in the rough or the needle in the haystack, but it is one out yep. of many. And as you touched on it, is unregulated. So that type of
1: approach definitely can work, but it I, I guess it comes with more risk. Mm. than. Yeah. Others. Oh, it definitely does. Yeah. It's not something that I would recommend.
0: Perfect. And love that, especially when we're talking about technical analysis, that perhaps those smaller cat projects aren't going to be the right ones to be looking at. Yeah.
1: Doing. And that's, that's certainly right. And I have Learnt my lesson with that.
0: Over <laughs> Amazing. The years. Okay, so um, we're not chatting about fundamental analysis today, but when you were looking at that side, is there anything that really stood out to you that this is the key indicator that I need to look
1: at, or anything you still check now? Uh, when it does come to fundamentals, I really like to stick with infrastructure, and I'm just sort of people call me a bit of a coin snob, right? Because I only <laughs> stick to sort of my my top five, even like I'm very very particular but I am opening my eyes a little to gaming um, yeah but I'm in and out I'm not I'm not going to be holding on yeah I mean I'm sure that there's money to make if you do hang on uh, I'm just not convinced just yet that it's going to pay off quicker than my trading the big guys really
0: yeah amazing cool okay do so you have any other advice that
1: you'd like to give someone who's just starting out with technical analysis I think just to recap would be Scale back, keep it simple, and stay away from social media. Like, you know, the groups that are shilling stuff, stay very clear of that. And also try not to cloud any judgment with yourself. You've got to back yourself with your TA. You know, um, you're going to have losses, of course, but if you mitigate your risk by using that risk to reward tool, you'll come off better. Yeah. Definitely. Love that.
0: Amazing. Well, Daniil, thank you so much for joining us today. Now, we'll pop everything in the show notes if people want to follow along your journey or even come and work with you,
1: but where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, Market Mentor. You can just follow Facebook. Even though I've just said don't follow social media, right? But <laughs> the we legitimate pages. Yeah, we don't. Um, we don't post any shilling stuff. So yeah. yeah, Market Mentor, Facebook or Instagram. That's that's where you can find me. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and we will talk to you soon. Cool. Thank you very much for having me.